When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we're back with a whole new energy. And we're coming to you from the No Chill Zone, a.k.a. Gilbert's home space. And we're joined by one of the most dynamically talented future stars in basketball, fresh off his sophomore season, Sky Clark. Since we last caught up with Sky, he climbed even higher atop all boards for the class of 2022 and got an All-State and All-CIF honors as a sophomore and was named to the Team USA Junior National Team. Agent Zero was watching the whole time, and now we have Sky on the couch to talk about his move from California and on to Tennessee, studying Kyrie and Kemba, and what should be driving him at this point in his basketball journey. It's the No Chill Podcast. We're back and better than ever. And don't forget, you can catch us Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fubo TV. That's right, the No Chill Show out Mondays on Fubo TV at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Be sure to subscribe, rate, comment, all that good stuff. It's the No Chill Podcast on the No Chill channel and everywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the No Chill Show. I'm joined by three-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA player. You know him. For his hot takes and a fresh haircut, I gotta throw in. <laughs> I got it like a couple days ago, like three, three days ago. Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert How you Arenas. doing? What's happening? Welcome back. So we have to start this off, Gil. We're in the no chill layer. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we all know it's a time that you know <laughs> studios are closed down and offices and whatnot, and there's no place to go to. So we said, all right, we'll have our own little setup here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Usually, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, let white people, you know, inside uh, <laughs> I'm my home. Privileged. You know, you, I had to make an yeah. exception for the rule, you know what I mean? You it's know? funny, they let me right in the gate, though. I know, because right. right, but right. since I'm black and I'm a black owner, you know, we try to keep you out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're different. I'm, uh, I'm honored. <laughs> uh, it's, it's rare company. And speaking of company, we have returning to the show. We did this, actually, we did an episode on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, at your former school, yes, sir. Heritage Christian. So, Sky Clark, welcome to the first edition of the No Chill Show. Sir, how are you? All right, so to set up for Sky, you're in a bit of a transition now. So, this is uh, your sophomore year ended, I guess, at school over officially? <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. Right? I guess so. I guess it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but the season was over. Okay, so we can mm-hmm. just pick it up off that. So, uh, you're at Heritage Christian here in North Hills in yes, California. Sir. And then uh, let's just run through the resume, Gil. All right, 25.5 points per game, five assists, five rebounds, three steals as a sophomore. All right, also you were Max Preps All-American, first team All-CIF here in California, first team All-State. How many sophomores were on that list? Uh, I think it was me and Kejani Wright. I think that was it. Okay, so it's a short list. Yes, sir. Is it all, like All-State? Like all mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Were you ever All-State? Nope. nope. <laughs> moving just on. Keep it moving. Moving on. I don't know uh, what league. I was. I was just a score. MVP of the <laughs> Olympic League, um, two-time player of the week, and a member of uh, the Team USA Junior National Team. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know what your, I know what my roster hey, was. Hey, listen, that, that, my roster, nothing, they, they but I don't look know like that. I can tell yeah. you that is. <laughs> but, is that uh, player of the week? Twice. I was player of the week in my conference a couple times. It's just a week period. It's just, mm. woo, okay, baby, I got a super ball <laughs> right here. Okay. So let's just say the bar is a bit high. Yeah. All right, when we have Sky here on the couch. Um, so, and also, some news a bit about you is you're moving to Nashville, Tennessee. Sir, Tuesday. 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 Driving, Tuesday. driving the country. Oh, you're driving? Yeah. Woo-hoo! Listen, road trips with the family. Especially right now? Good. Those are like, <laughs> family road trips is the funniest. You got to record it. Yeah, no. Nah, because it goes from <laughs> happy out. to annoying to angry, to back happy. <laughs> <laughs> to are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah, like you go through all these emotions on the car ride because you just have nothing to do but talk. That's facts, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you got to record it just, just so you can look back on it. Now that camera definitely going to be Yeah, up. I can't just hold it, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you get there, you'll be going to, when school's back in, you'll mm-hmm. be going to Brentwood Academy yes, sir. outside of Nashville. Sir. And who went there before you? Darius Garland. Okay. Plays for the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So there's a bit of a system there. Obviously, Penny is there at University of Memphis. There's a mm-hmm. lot going on in Tennessee. Um, I guess the first thing we have to settle here with Sky is a nickname you have. Came from someone, the next Hibachi, someone uh-huh. here in the room. <laughs> I don't know, how does it feel to have that over your head now? Hey, it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it wasn't my nickname. It was just a phrase. So, I, you see the resume? <laughs> Boom! You know, it's his nickname now. But for you, also, Hibachi, the story there is, it's a, it was a frame of mind. You know, yeah, it was, you know? it was a frame of mind. It was, you know, as athletes, just period, you know, you need things to motivate you. You need things that keep you going. Um, like, you know, to be a great, you know, athlete, just a great anything, you have to learn how to not get your emotions too high or too low. You know, just try to stay balanced and on target. Don't worry about shots being made. Don't worry about shots being missed. So when I was struggling a little bit, like if I started off two, you know, I just talk, hibachi, get the hibachi. <laughs> so when I did hit it, I can be one for 20. Uh-huh. That one shot, oh, the hibachi is on. <laughs> and I just go, you know, and, then, and it just, it, you know, it just gave me the confidence that, okay, it's, it's on fire. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, it was just like one of those things uh, that, that, that try to get you motivated during the games. Mm-hmm. Simple phrase for that is also the zone. You can relate to that. So for you, you've been in moments like that where mm-hmm. it's just everything's clicking. It's, you said this before, Gil, it's like you just hit all green lights. Mm-hmm. So what does that, describe that when you're in that, that zone? Uh, it's just, I don't, you just disappear, really, and then some just takes over. Uh, in the playoffs, second round, um, we played Mission Viejo. It was a tough game. I was going for a layup one game, or uh, one time on fast break, and this big dude, like 230 pounds, trucked me. I went sliding 30 feet into a wall, and I had a cut on my shoulder, and then there's a huge fight after. And after that, I just blacked out, and then I went 48. <laughs> and so, yeah. Blacked out, took you into another place. Yeah. Like, you know, what I've noticed um, from, like, you guys' generation versus when I played, you're, you, like, I thought I had a great work ethic. Like, it, you know, it's like, 
you know, when you watch Jordan, you hear about the work ethic, you know, Kobe, you hear about the work ethic. But today's, today's youth, you guys put more training in than we did. Like, it's by far. Like, how much you weigh? Uh, 200. Yeah, that was my <laughs> second year in the NBA, bro. <laughs> it was so funny. That's my second year in the NBA, well, and wait, I was Gil, Gil, bigger than all the guards. We got to talk Dang. about his gene pool, though. His pops played in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a football yeah, player, yeah. but yeah. he played basketball. There we go. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, if you think about it, like, he's a high school kid at 200. I'm in the NBA second year, and I'm still, and I'm one of the big guards. You know, so you can see mm -hmm. the difference. Yeah. You know, so... You know, just to see, like, like go through your work, your, your, because, like, when I talk to your dad, like, what y'all doing? He'd be like, yeah, man, we just came from here. We're about to go here. And after that, we're about to go there. I'm like, nah, so you ain't coming over? <laughs> like, nah, man, Sky ain't going to be done till about 11 o'clock tonight. I'm like, God. Yeah, it really be man. like that, yo. But uh, when school's in session, um, before school start, I do a 6 a.m. workout with, uh, it was with John Lucas. And then after, I get out of school at like 11, and then from like 12 to 1.30, I go to Mom Academy, do strength and conditioning. And then at night, um, get another basketball workout in for like a good hour, hour and a half. Then me, ZZ, my boy Trey White, we play we play one-on-one um, -on -one for like two hours. So You know, it's just listening to it, that was, that was, that was NBA workouts. You know, you you clearly have an NBA workout. You know, you got your 6 a.m., got your noon, and then you get your nighttime workout when we don't learn that workout until we get to the pros, until we watch, you know, you know, so the fact that like the skill level, your your determination is so far advanced than what we was accustomed to, <laughs> what we knew about, what we thought was, you know, mine is you sit at the park eight hours, you know, you know, play against the little Hispanics that come over there, whoop on them, you know, you see this dude come and whoop, you suck, you know, then you wait till the nighttime where the little ball is, but you already warm by, you know, so, you know, those were our workouts, you know, so, you know, just to, just to see workouts, hear workouts, and just be like, man, you guys are so far advanced in your training than, than, than we were. Like, I mean, there's, there's no comparison. Like, I mean, like I woke up at six and shot, but you know, me, it's, I'm by myself, shooting on a, you know, outside court, going to get my own rebound. You know, you putting in real skill, real development, and then there, there was no strength and conditioning training. So that was out of the window right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh -huh. we didn't, like I, like I didn't lift a weight until I got to the NBA and I was forced to lift. Like I didn't lift in college. You know, and then when I got to the NBA, you know, I did then. But that was, that was, you know, that was more of a force. Like, yeah, you, you gonna lift a little bit, young fella. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just maybe a different era or a bad habit, but now it's just this, the, you, everyone's competitive. You want an advantage on your, you know, your competition. Mm -hmm. um, and I think even for getting up early in the morning, getting up early in the morning is a major, you know, it's part of your life now, but it's a major point for just a guy that eats and sleeps and breathes basketball. And either you had that or you didn't yeah. back then. Um, all right, so the next thing I want to get into is Sky's evaluate him as Agent Zero, looking at the next Hibachi. Um, what do you see in Sky as a player? As a, as a, as a like I, you know, 
I remember I was, I was telling Kenny, I said, you know, if, if you dropped him in the NBA right now, he's going to hold his own, and he's a high school kid, because he's, he's going to be, he's going to weigh the same as most of the NBA players, like, his shifty, like, the shifty, his, his reaction is phenomenal. Um, from there, it's just playing, you know what I mean? And that's what he has the skills, so he's NBA ready right now. It's like, now you just got to get through those you got to get through your junior year, your senior year, you know. If, if you go to college, you got to get, you know, you have to, you know, like some kids are, they're NBA players. Like, you know, you can, he's an NBA player. He's not a college player. So, um, you know, now it's just, you know, staying motivated, staying, you know, on that, on that road, on that path. Mm -hmm. You got to remember, no matter what your success is now, there's somebody behind you. You got to remember, just like, me training, there's somebody watching you doing it earlier. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. if you started, you know, in, at, in the eighth grade with this, someone starting in the fifth grade, mm -hmm. you know? So you have to always look at the future and behind you, you know, for that motivation, you know, because if you look, if you tr treat everything like, treat it like the NBA, right? You got LeBron James, you got KD, you know, but then you got players like Luka, who comes in second year? Look at him. He's yeah. right. He's Kill right him. there with him. Kill you know him. what I mean? Then yeah. you look at someone like um, was it Ja? Ja Morant. Yep. Look, you know, a, a, a rookie coming in. Look at him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's, you know, they're not. They're not paying those guards who's elite. Didn't know some little sixteen year old three years from now is going to be trying to take my spot. Nobody knew Trey Young was going to take my spot in the but NBA. But hold up, Gil. Let's. Sky, what do you see as the common thread between Luca and Trey and Ja? What's the, what's the uh, common denominator shoot. there? They just they just know how to play. They just put the ball in the basket. But they're Easy. dogs. Yeah, they they're came dog, in yeah. with a chip on their shoulder, yeah, not facts. looking for anyone to give them you know special privileges. Mm -hmm. They went and took it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But yeah, your work ethic already shows that you don't need special privileges. You know what I mean? Like you know, for a kid to wake up at six thirty, you know, you have three workouts per day. I mean, that's that already says what type of player you're trying to be. You know, like um, like no one has to push you. Your you know your your willingness to be great already you know shows right here. You just gotta. <laughs> stay the stay the course and just keep looking keep looking behind you keep looking in forward to see you know and 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 just gauge you know because I always tell people I said when you make it to the NBA or the professionals you lose sight of the future and the reason you lose sight is you're so used to you got your offense right you mm -hmm. got I got my offense I'm the man in my offense I'm working on stuff, you know, inside my offense. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to work in this move. This is where I'm going to get the ball. And the concept of evolution is not reaching you. Because you're in a gym, zoning out, doing the things that you know. And then when you come, and that's why someone like Michael Jordan go against Allen Iverson, and he gets hit with a crossover twice. He never seen it before. Exactly. The fuck was that? <laughs> you know, that's why, um, you know, you, you see Luca with a simple bounce you know, bounce forward, cross, and he keeps shaking the shit out of everybody. Same thing with Trey Young. Throw it between your legs. Mm -hmm. Because these guys are not seeing the youth. Yeah, that's <laughs> They're not seeing you guys with all these new moves coming in. So the first time they see it is the first time you hit them with it. Mm -hmm. and so by the time, like, oh, he hit me with that, write it down. I'm going to work on it in the summer. You done worked on a whole new move. <laughs> you know, that's so fact, yeah. the older players are far behind 
all this youth coming up. So you j- just be mindful when you get to that level. Invest yeah. in AAU and these young kids for for moves. ZZ be hitting me with some stuff. We play once. <laughs> like, where'd you get that from? <laughs> nah, yeah, little eight year old did it to me. I'm like, wait, what? But also, do you feel that you have a ways to go, right? There's, oh, yeah. It's not just what you have right now. It's just going to stay the same. you got to keep adding to your Oh, brain. yeah. No, I always, I always know. I always remain humble. What, always you, what are you looking at now? What are you focused on? Mainly my IQ, my jump shot. Those are like the two biggest things. But I really just, whenever I'm in the gym, I try to get better at everything. Even when we play once, I'm working on defense. And uh, there's no when to attack, how to attack. Um, reading the, when I play defense, I think like I got this from Avery Bradley. I think like I'm an offender, and um, like on offense you wanna you wanna dictate what the defense does, and on defense you wanna dictate what the offensive player does. So that's what I so I try and do. Like, uh, have you have you actually written down your weaknesses? Uh, nah. I, do you know your weaknesses? Yeah, I know my weaknesses. Oh, yeah. Do you like like? Okay, you have your weaknesses that you know, and then you got game weaknesses, which you won't know until you watch game tape, where you're videotaping yourself, playing, and then watching, mm-hmm. like watching, like, man, why, why did I didn't take them? And then, because, you know, when we play, we naturally stay in our comfort zone, mm-hmm. and then we go off reaction. But there's things that we stay away from that we don't know. So, you know, once you start climbing, Remember, to be a full body, you know, Superman, you got to clean up everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to clean up all the weaknesses to perfect that whole, you know, you know. I can tell you, like, if you look at some of the NBA players, you can see they, they, he ain't, he's still doing the same old, he's doing the same old. But, you know, that's not, you know, when you when you get there, even in college, and when you get there, you got to remember, Every year you want to clean up something, mm-hmm. you know, clean up. It's just, think of it like, I'm, you know, 16 now, by 26, I got 10 years to get rid of 10 bad things that I'm doing. I don't need to get rid of it all right now. I got 10 years, every year I'm going to clean something up. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's how you, you know, you approach your game. And that's what I learned later on, you know, that, I don't have to go in there and try to hurry up and try to, you know, work on all these things. Like, nah, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna clean up my left hand this year. I'm gonna work on. So everything I'm doing, I'm gonna, you know, stay dominant the whole summer on my left hand. Next year I work on this, and you know, you just build. Mm-hmm. So the thing here is, Gil brought up game film. Do you watch a lot of that? Yeah, um, during the season, I try to watch a lot of game film. Um, usually I have Coach Greg or uh, Frank come by, and then we'll go over like a game or two and like different scenarios of what I could have done different and what I should have done. So yeah. So how do they get that to you? Because in Gil's day it was a VHS tape. Like <laughs> they got it, but it's just not uh, you have a, it, you can study it yourself basically. Yeah, there's too. an app called Huddle. That's like the main app everybody use. And um yeah, that's like all the game film. It's easy to it's easy to use. You can write notes and everything and then you can like take out certain clips and put them into like a little folder or something so you can just pull stuff up. There's two things that happen when you watch game film, right? First of all, is you notice what you do nice. You know, like, I can't believe I got that shot <laughs> uh-huh. off. Or that looks that that smooth when it went uh-huh. in. But also the things that you recognize that are like mm-hmm. deficiencies or things that you could do better, which is, I think that's the more important thing to focus it, it, on. It, you know, it's just, 
It just depends on what you're trying to accomplish in game tape. Like if you know if you're watching it with your coach, you guys are work watching game tape on team type of mm-hmm. things. Like, oh, see, he came up here. You see the open man there. You know, you did this shot. You know, you have that type of, yeah. you know. Or you can just watch game tape for the highlights to keep yourself good, which make, just make a highlight tape. Or you can sit there and watch. Like when I watched highlight tapes, I, I didn't watch my defender. He, he was irrelevant. You know, with enough moves and speed, he, he's out of the way. I'm, I watch tape for the four and the five man. Mm-hmm. That's it. I wanted to see how they play defense because, you know, once I get past him, I wanted to see what, how smart these guys were. Like, what were their weaknesses? Were they, a, were they jumping bigs? Were they stand still bigs? Did they give me the lane? Did they take charges? So that's the only, that's when I watched game tape, it was only on those two players because I want to know what his help is. You know, so, you know, same thing with you. Like, with your skills, the player who's guarding you, is he relevant? He's just, eh. Now I want to see whatever. Who's the best, who's the help defensive? Who, who can jump? Like, you know, I, and that's where you start watching tape. You know, but you guys, you know, you don't, your tape is different because you're watching games that already went by. Yeah. You know, versus, you know, upcoming games. Um, um, so it's a little different. You know, you just got to prepare different, mm-hmm. think different. But, you know, when you're watching tape, it's it's just mechanics of just basketball itself. Just, you know, where's this ref sitting versus that ref? Where is he at behind me? So he's on my left shoulder. This guy is in this way. And you look for blind spots, do a little tricky. Like, you know, and, and that's where when you start getting to that level, you're looking for cheat codes. You know, you're looking for bending rules. You know, what rule can I bend versus, you know, it's, you, you know, you're just... Like once you start getting to that level, you're trying to, it's, it's just this, it's, mm-hmm. I just need a, a, a little inch. A little more. Like when, you know, Tom Brady, when he says, you know, when it was at a flat gate, mm-hmm. you know, I can throw a little harder with just a little bit air out, you know, it's just, it's just I just need a little bit, you know, it's uh-huh. just one of those things. Well, and that's the crazy thing at that level is the small details that yeah. are the advantage, but just want to rewind for a second for what Gil said that first defender is irrelevant. Translation on that is, you're not worrying about them as much as because you have four defenders behind you. Exactly, yeah. Come again? The defender in front of you can pose a challenge. Correct? He doesn't pose a challenge because he's sorry compared to my offensive skill. That's what I'm saying. So compared to his offensive skill, the person that's standing in front of it sucks. So Mm -hmm. he needs help. What does the help look like? So technically, it's move him out of the way. I'm going against those four because he's he's done. So translation is, I can take on all five of them. Technically, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just making sure that 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 was usually the thought process. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing about game film too, I think it's different. I think at the NBA level, because you're you're seeing the same guys over and over and over again. Whereas now it's you got to watch the film for yourself because you're kind of changing. You know, every time you're changing to a new opponent and a new challenge. And 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 the development level of high school. Yeah, you know, in, in in high school, you know. Right now, is it's more, you know, you guys get the highlights. You, so you guys know each other better than everyone else because mm-hmm. you have Instagram, you have social media, you know. So you're going to see the highlights of what this player can do. So you can gauge a little bit on what his true skill is, you know, versus you just see a name in the paper. Okay, this is, he, he averages 35. And like, him? 
oh, that, look, he looked terrible. You know, that, we don't know how good a player is until we get to the layup line. Mm-hmm. And you can gauge from the layup, look at what the swag look like in the layup line. Yeah, he don't look like he, I, he done, coach, don't even worry about him. <laughs> like, you know, so, you know, now you get the advantage, so you get to, you get to prep more, but here's just more just, high school is having that hunger first. You know, having a hunger. Um, like, just understanding that this is what I want to do. You know, you know, some people, you know, they're big, so yeah, you're supposed to play basketball, you know? Some people don't want it. Some Like, you know, you, you got to love and say, you know what, this is what I want to do the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And then once you, once that clicks in your brain, getting better becomes easier. You know? Like, yeah, that's facts. And I tell, I, I tell kids, listen, the cars, the money, all, that, that, don't even worry about that. If you do your job, what you love, enjoy, have passion for, you, that is, that, that is irrelevant because you're gonna have so much of it. You know what I mean? So it's like now just like getting my life, like, all right, this is what I do. This, this year I'm trying to accomplish this. This year I'm trying to, and you know, you just set little goals. Two months goals, one month goals, six month goals, one year goals. Because they're easier. Say, so like, all right, in 10 years. Like, I used to hate when people say, where are you going to be in five years? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I was tr- just trying to get some fucking McDonald's. Like, you, you, you got you, you got $1.99 for a brother? Shit, I was talking about five years from now. I used to hate it. Five years, you're going to be this. I'm pretty sure five years ago you didn't think you was going to be a teacher. <laughs> Shut up. But the truth is you don't know where you're going to be literally in five years, but you can have some goals to But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, in five I, years you want to be, you know, all-star, all-NBA, champion, yeah. all the above. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like one of those things is like you, you're at that age where, like what's your goals for this upcoming season? Uh, definitely state championship. That's like, that's the biggest goal. And Gatorade Player of the Year. See, there we go. Gatorade Player of the Year. See, that's something you can, you can, you can accomplish for yourself. How good is your team? We good. Oh, you, oh, you got some boys over there? Set. Okay, okay. Got some little boy. Oh, see y'all doing it. See y'all over there recruit like y'all going to state. Redwood okay. Academy. <laughs> nah, we, we keeping this. Oh, actually, one kid from Canada, uh, he's coming. Um, but besides that, you know what? I back. gotta, I gotta ask you. It's a team full of football players, so you know we set. So it's the, it's this generation, like. Like state championships, like, like I said, it seems like everyone's so like that is an actual thing. Yeah. Like being a state champion, like really, like for real. Yeah. You get you get a ring and everything. Like you know, like when I was growing you up. You want to play to win. No, no, exactly. no, no. Like when I when I grew up, like you you I mean. Yeah, there was state championships. I don't know what the fucking teams those were. I don't like. I wouldn't know who won a state championship in my era. I was just trying to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like a playoff. You know, you got the little city division because once you got into the the playoffs, obviously a valley team had no chance of winning. Well, I was gonna say you use a valley team before the valley is what it is now. But as I said, the valley team had no chance of winning. You know, first year went Crenshaw. So I can't tell you if Crenshaw won the state championship or the national championship. Is there a national championship? Uh, yeah, but like, California teams can't play because they can't play against prep school teams. 
But the Geico Nationals, that's like Montverde, IMG. So is that a Oak Hill? Oak Hill, yeah. That's so like that was though all so yeah. like Dematha. No, is it Dematha? Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Oak Hill, Dematha. That okay. Yeah. Now I okay. So but California teams can't play. There's some states that can't play against like prep school teams. So. Okay, so yeah, because I was I was always like we've you know you hear about those teams like oh Trace McGrady went to Oak Hill, mm-hmm. but it was Oak Hill. Like you, and then you hear like those teams coming to California smashing like our number one team in the country. You know you mm-hmm. got you know you got Crenshaw and Oak Hill came down beat them by fifty. Like well, damn, who they got on their team? <laughs> yeah, you know, so I like growing like you know playing here in the valley. I didn't know nothing about none of that, man. He's just I'm just out there just trying to hoop, play against adults and all that. But when it came to you know, I won seven games my first year. Second game, I mean, my second year, 20-something game. Like, yeah, baby, yeah, I'm king around here, man. Look, somebody asked me, how far did you go in the playoffs? First round. <laughs> first round, man, yeah. So that's the thing, you know, to have that goal of a state championship is the, the point of it is learning how to win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to know that you can deliver in clutch moments, that you can put a team on your back or make your teammates better, all of the above. You know, and I think as far as a goal goes, that's measurable. How far do we get? You know? Yeah, you know, I just see a lot of you. I, I just see now, you know, the younger generation now is taking, they're taking their success more into their hands versus everyone else. Um, like I was watching, you know, you've been watching um, The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And the the narrative they keep saying is, you know, Bulls couldn't get over Detroit. Bulls had to learn how to get over Detroit, you know, this and this and this. And the narrative is exactly, exactly how it should be. The Bulls themselves can't get past Detroit. So the Bulls themselves, as an organization, have to get better pieces to beat this unit. Have you noticed that's not the narrative anymore? Yeah. You know, narrative is like this one player, like, oh, yeah. Like, but wait a minute, you, you ain't got nobody here to help me. It's just me. Like, I can't do this by myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, you know, it's like there's no, there's no ownership on the, the organizations to get better. So when a player leaves and say, hey, I need to go, you know, I'm, I'm trying to win. I'm trying to be a winner. You know what I mean? That's what you judge me on, to be winning. So I want to go win. And we can go from there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to see that, you know, kids are, like, going, teaming up. Because, you know, back then, we didn't. I mean, I wasn't on a team that, you know, we wasn't good enough, you know. Well, it's, wait, wait a minute. Actually, but now it's AAU. It's like the, that's the difference part. It's yeah, like, yeah. The, like the AAU players are now going to the same schools. Right. So it's the other thing. You, in high school experience, you were a one-man show for the most part. All right. And one then, man city show. Wrecking, wrecking crew, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. College, let's face one it. One man show. You had one I mean, man two, show. two other NBA draft picks. Okay, I mean, there, it, was, it was four McDonald All-Americans on my team, yes. Yes, okay. okay yes. And then, but how many NBA, okay. <laughs> and then um, Richard and uh, Luke. Richard, Luke, uh, Richard, Luke, um, Michael Wright, and oh. Lauren Woods. Okay. And then you get the NBA in DC, you had two other All-Stars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what I'm getting at here is what happens when you have a team of, of other talented, high-level players. That's a whole nother challenge. How do yeah. you get all those egos and those personalities and those skill sets together? But, I mean, you learn that from AAU, though. See, you know, and that's, that's what I'm realizing, like, you know, like your AAU success 
has now trickled into high school basketball. Like I'm seeing kids that we play together, we play together in you know travel ball. They recruited us. We had so much fun. Now it's like, yo, I I want to go to where you live, California. Mom, let's move. And you know you got kids moving. Yeah, to Tennessee. States. Yeah, you're moving states to play with your team. And that's am- like that is a, that's the most amazing part. Because, you know, me and Dunleavy, me and Michael Dunleavy, we played, you know, AAU, was it three years together? Never once thought about playing on the same team. You know what I mean? We, mm-hmm. shit, I'm, try- I'm recruiting from the park. Hey, man, you want to come over here and play at the Grand <laughs> Baby? <laughs> you know, never thought, never thought about pulling my AAU play because he lived all the way in. You know, Portland. Yeah. You know, it's a, so now, you know, it's like the dedication of winning and you guys' generation is just so, like, it's just, like, it's like, you know what? I wish I thought of that. I wish I thought of that when I was. So that's yeah. where you are now. So let's go to Brentwood in Tennessee. What's your focus with your the teammates that you're going to now play with and, you know, kind of what you guys want to accomplish? As uh, just being a leader and bringing them together and getting us all on the same page. Uh, they they already shown love. When I went there to visit, I went to a high school game and the student section started chanting, "We want Sky." And then uh, after the game, players took me to go eat, took me to go eat, and then now we're on a little group chat on Snapchat. And so we just been already building that team bond. And then once you get there, just just continuing that. But you talk about leadership. Now, leadership requires a style. Some guys can be. You talk about MJ. You know, he was a hard ass. Mm-hmm. Or you can be. Gil's thing was to keep things light, you know, keep everybody relaxed. What's your approach to leadership? Uh, really, every kid, like, every kid's not the same. Every kid, like, reacts a different way. Some kids need that, that hard person to be on them. Some kids, like, need it to be light on them. So whichever they need, that's what I'm trying to bring. It's adjustable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know being a leader is exactly that. You have to understand what guys need pushing, what guys, you know, they, they self-push, mm-hmm. what guys you just need to ride because you just need to ride. You're exactly. trying to get every inch out of that person. So, you know, that's the, you know, understand. That's going to go on all levels. Mm-hmm. No matter which level you go to, you're going to run into the same problems. You know, you're running through the same, just understanding personalities and who's good with who, what's a good fix, you know. You know, you're going to have to make, Tough decision as a leader, as a guard, as the best player. You're going to have to make tough decisions when you say, yo, coach, yo, he, he ain't got it today. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you have a bond with your teammates, which is the most important, they know not to take offense. Like, mm-hmm. no matter how crazy us Wizards were, once, once we were out of the locker room and off that court, there was no hard feelings. Get, get that shit off the glass. I'm not passing you the ball. They, you garbage. Your pace says you're garbage. The coach says you got your numbers garbage. Yeah, the fans don't even like you like that. You know? <laughs> and that's why you don't get the ball. And, you know, we can say that, and then once we get in the locker room, we're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, because we, we you know, we're, 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 we're such, we were such a knit group that we didn't take it personal. And that's what you're going to have to relay, like, what we say in heated moments and what we do in heated moments, don't take the personal. You know, it's just our emotions at this time. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the, when competition comes out, it brings out different, yeah. you know, animals. So, you know, you, and, you know, you try to relay that message, always try to, like, if something's going on, make sure, hey, hug it out. Hey, if y'all got to shoot it out. We're going to shoot it out. 
See who can make, you know, and you know, you you do something like that. I was a, I was more of a bridge leader. Mm -hmm. I tried to bridge the young and the old. That was my thing. Like I I didn't want to be that 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 uh that 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 leader like yo you don't like that wasn't my personality. Antoine Caron, that's y'all. Y'all got that. I'm the bridge to bridge you guys to the young guys, the goofballs to the serious guys, mm -hmm. and 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 keep it you know an even balance. And you know that was that was my part of leadership. And that's the important thing to remember is that there's different personalities. Mm -hmm. Like one guy can be really serious and hardwired. One guy can just be a free spirit. And mm -hmm. it's how do you bring all that together? What do you find that common thread that you can bring everybody together with? Yeah. And that's that's a challenge. That's yeah. a real challenge. You talk about you know all the training and, and getting shots up and working on your, your mechanics. The challenge is figuring out people yeah. and your team. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, you're going into, um, like it's easier for me to say it now because I've been, you know, I'm older. You know, and it's, you know, so I've seen what success is, you know, from the outside, you know, mm. has some success, you know, and the the best thing that when you get there, that you guys are hanging out. You guys are working out as a group. Mm -hmm. Everyone's accountable for getting better. There's no such thing as coach getting us better. Because when we, when we step in that gym as a group, it's a team. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, we're still individuals and individual, we still need to be getting better individual. Like, so when you're working out, if you're working out three times a day, you make sure those guys are also working out 10 times a day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Three, I mean, three times a day. Like you, you want everybody to be accountable for their own part in this championship. Cause it, that's what like, you know, like it hasn't said it on the last day yet, yet, but they used to have, it was called the breakfast club. Mm -hmm. So Jordan had the Breakfast Club yeah. with Dennis, uh, Scotty, I'm Ron not sure Harper. Dennis one got, got nah. yeah, Dennis was there. <laughs> Ron for sure. Ron Harper Scotty and all of them. Sure. They'd go there for breakfast and weightlifting mm -hmm. before they came to practice. You know, so those guys, you know, and and that's that's the the environment you want to establish. And if you're establishing that in high school, college it goes, NBA it goes, and you're gonna be a winner on every level. That's good stuff right there. All right. Now, what I want to get into next is the comps, all right? So we, how we can describe Sky is 6'2". Yep. 6'3", 6'4", 6'4", 6'4", a good day. 200? Yes, sir. And you describe yourself as a combo guard. Mm -hmm. which is nah, a, bro. I was nah, going to say, he was bro. in that he yeah. was Combo in that guard was when I play right now. We, you a point guard, yeah, bro. I, that. I consider, everybody labels me as a point guard, but in highlights, they don't really put my full game. But if you watch full game highlights, my passing is just as good as my scoring. So I label myself as a point guard. It, Steph Curry changed that game. It, it changed that. Before, when I played, it was combo guards, ball hall guards. When Steph won a championship, averaging 30 with five, six assists, they let that, that tag went out of the way. You're a point guard, you know, period. Mm -hmm. Now you're a point guard that just has better tools than some two guards. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, before, you know, you had... Avery, is it Avery Johnson? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he dribble around the court and do this. Now, Game manager. Now you have a guy who can give Avery Johnson 400 points again. You know what I mean? That's I, I want the 400 versus Avery Johnson. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And that's just you know. So you're a point guard that if you need me to take over, trust me, I'm willing. <laughs> if you need me to get somebody else the ball, okay, fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh -huh. You yeah. know, and that's just you know that's just the thing. So don't let nobody label you as. You know, like like CJ McCullough is not a two guard. He's a guard. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he wants to be the point guard, he can be the point guard. Exactly. You know, Luca, he's a he's he's, he's you, you whatever you are. Exactly, whatever yeah. you you know, there's you know, they done, you know, that they done broke that mode. Once a, once someone won a championship in that style, they finally let the tag go. You mentioned Luca, you know, you mentioned CJ. Who are some guys that you think this guy should be watching right now? Watching? You know, uh Kimball Walker, you know, like just you know, his his movements when he's trying to go somewhere versus his reaction. Obviously, someone like Kyrie, um, you say you want to work on your jumper a little bit more, so you want to watch Steph and Dame just learning that how do they get their shut off in, you know, small spaces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Like, that's what I said. It's like what you're trying to look for. You know, it's not I don't want Steph's game. You know, because you're, you're like, I'm not that type of player. Just because he's a jump shooter, how, what is he doing first to get that jump shot off? How is he making people back up when everyone knows he's going to shoot the three? Same thing with Trey Young. Everyone knows he's going to shoot it, mm-hmm. but what is he doing? What is the setup for him to keep getting that shot? So you're just watching setups, you know, like, okay, I want to work on getting to the basket like Westbrook. So you're just watching Westbrook's setup. You know, I'm gonna watch, okay, what is he doing? Okay, he gets in that cat, that uh, cat-like mode. Like, right when he's getting ready to attack, he gets slow and bursts yeah, off. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, and you just, you watch it from that aspect instead of saying, oh, I play like CJ, so I'm gonna just watch a whole bunch of CJ. Like, no, nah, you, you're trying to take, I'm trying to, you know, you're trying to make, you make a sandwich. Exactly. You got the bread, you got the lettuce, you know, and that's how you, that's how you try to build your game. You just watch and take in, because you gotta remember, like I, I used to say, there's no such thing as a bad player. Right? There's no such thing as a bad player. If they're in the NBA, they're gifted at something. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're 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 gifted at something. So you want to see what that gift is, and you you want to, I want to add it to my game. Okay. You, I like that first step. I I like that one two little. That was a nice little crap job. But let me go in. And you just, like I I used to watch and take highlights from Jamal Crawford. Never did a Jamal Crawford move in the mm-hmm. game. But what I realize is how he shifts people, like how he fakes the, you know, I'm going to go here to come back, to come back to the screen, you know, and just watching the movements he did. So when I wanted to do it, yeah, I didn't do it like him, but I just know, okay, I'm going to just fake that way, go and, you know, and, and do it my way. But just watching how he, like, man, how to keep, he keeps shaking the shit out this guy on the pick and roll. Like, everybody know he's going to go away. And I see it. He goes to it, goes, and then comes back. Yep. And it's like, okay, I got it. You know, and that's that's what you're picking up from these people. Mm-hmm. Who else are you watching? Uh, we named a hell of a lot of guys, but yeah, some of the main. I watch Kyrie because a lot of people call me Skyrie. <laughs> Sky that's a, I got that nickname uh, this last year. I still like the the next Abachi. Yeah, nah, I mean, that's all right. Skyrie's a cool day. <laughs> uh, Steve Nash is another one. Uh, what about Allen what specifically? Because Kyrie, obviously, there's a lot of you know a lot of uh, elements to his game, but specifically Nash, there's a few different characteristics, and Gil Definitely. can relate to that. Uh, just his pick and roll situations and how he handles pick and roll. That's like the main thing that I watched of him, and then his passing, and then uh, Allen Iverson. Um, I watch uh, I watch Steph Curry. I watch Dame. Um, I watch a lot of Chris Paul. Chris Paul's another one that I love. And then John Stockton, White Chocolate, 
just for his flashiness. Yeah. Um, yeah. But see, that's like everybody you named, like from old to new, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're watching John Stockton for how he did the pick and roll. Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's getting to his spots. Steve Nash, same thing. You're watching those guys for pick and roll movements. What are they looking for? What are they seeing? You know, so like you already have, you already, you know, advancing your mind on what to pick. Now, now, when you're just going for detail, it's to find things like, you know, like, what did he do before he got to that pick? How, how is this man getting to that pick every single time? Mm -hmm. How did, like, to this day, how does John Stockton get to the elbow yeah, with yeah, a defensive yeah. guy right there? Every single, every single time. Elbow pick and roll. What is, he, what is he doing to get to that? Like, obviously, if I just put this wall, like, how is he make and got there? Like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just watching those guys, but at the end of the day, if it's a pick and roll, you still need someone to set that pick just yeah. like those guys. So, That's facts. And you have to teach, yo, this, teach is, how, this yeah. is how you do it. Mm -hmm. Give him the, you know, like big men don't like pick and roll, so you got to give him the fake benefit. See, when you set the pick right here and then I come off, your guy got to help. When you roll, boom, I'm going to pass it. You know, you, 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 you mine them. Like, yeah, uh -huh. you know, like, so I had Brennan setting real nice picks. Brennan Haywood never got the ball. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> wait for it, though. That's the yeah, game. Yeah, Brennan, he the never game. got the ball because if he set the pick, obviously that was open. <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, but then I'll just give some, some game here. When he says, yo, when am I getting the ball next? So, well, well, was what was your response, Gil? No, no, no. I, know no, the answer. Well, like, I got outed by Brendan. Uh, right? I got outed one day, so I, I made this hell of a pass. And it was like, dang, I didn't know you seen me. Brendan said, Oh, no, Gilbert can pass the hell out of the ball. He just refuses to pass, so he plays like you can't see anybody. I was like, oh, he noticed. <laughs> he noticed. I already have my five assists. I wasn't trying to get 10 today, you know. <laughs> so we talked about even just right there, you name John Stockton, you know, right to Steve Nash, right to Chris Paul. So there's sort of this evolution of, you know, point guard play. There's evolution in basketball where you had less guys when you were, you know, let's say 20 years ago. I don't know exactly, you know, the age difference, but let's say 20 years ago, there were less examples of guys to watch. Sky has the benefit of more guys, mm -hmm. you know, to study from. So, you know, even that, knowing that the game's going to evolve, so you're watching these guys, how can I do it better? And uh, you're taking those things. Yeah. Back. Uh, just pretty much trying to do what they do and then do it better and then see what they do best and then trying to add to that and then trying to bring something new to the game. You know, that's the, that's the, the key that you got to always take with you on every single level. Like, you know, and I, you know, it's, 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 it's wrong to say this, but every coach you're going to face from going most of the time, none of them have the credibility to tell you what to do because they never played, you know, at high levels. They're coaching, they're coaching off black and white, never gray area, mm -hmm. you know, and, and gray areas are what's made. You know, those, you know, those, those I, I played in the Princeton, but those type of systems don't work for everybody. You know what I mean? You still need people who have creative minds. So... No matter where you go, you listen to your coach, but you got to always keep your creativeness open mm -hmm. because once you start closing it, all that extra, yeah. you know, creativity goes out of the window. You know, so, and that's why, you know, and that's why the youth has better moves than, 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 than older. I guarantee if you take 
high school kids and college kids and put them in the NBA dunk contest, they can compete. Yeah. Because they're creating the things they're doing, like the things that they're doing in high school games, you have never seen in NBA games. Because our creativity wasn't, once we got there, it's closed. We didn't, all that behind the back in the middle of the game. And, you know, I see somebody go through the, le- go through the legs in the middle of traffic. That is Greg Browns? Yeah. yeah. The, 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 in the tra- wait, traffic. Yeah. I think there's only one person who went between the legs in a game in the NBA was Ricky Davis. And that's in he, 2002. Did he miss that one? No, he made it. I remember there was one. He missed missed. one, but he made one. Oh, yeah. But he's the only person that's actually did the East Bay in the game. Mm -hmm. Almost 20 years ago. That's facts, yeah. So you can. He did it in college. Huh? He did it in college. But I'm saying in the NBA. But think about, like, NBA, all these, (laughs) like, all these. You have one guy, he, he was just rogue. You know, he was a rogue player. Like, he just, like, his creativity was just open. Like, just most important to keep your creativity open. Just. No matter, no matter what the success is, like, keep it open. Just, yeah, got to remember, when you try something, they're going to be like, oh, look, look at that. But eventually, hey, I'm going to get it. Yeah. You know, and that's what keeps James Harden so far advanced on his moving because he's just, I'm not going to let the, the naysayers tell me that I, I ain't going to tell me what I can do. Like, <laughs> that's, that's fact. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the important real. thing as we, we mentioned before. It's just like where you are now is like there's always things you can add. There's mm-hmm. always ways you can evolve. There's things you can just experiment with in the lab and get better. What we got to do is we got to turn the tables on Gil mm-hmm. here, Sky. So it's time for Ask Agent Zero. So everything we've been talking about, I know you guys have a bit of a history here. So what would you want any point in time, in any time in Gil's career, what would you want to ask him that applies to yourself? Uh, pretty much, like, what was your why? Like, what made you get up every single morning, 6.30, get in the gym, get up a thousand mm. shots? Oh. Yo, I, probably my freshman, it was my freshman year. Um, freshman year, went to Birmingham High School, and I was okay. You know, I don't know if they do. They still have B's and C's? Frost and soft basketball? Uh, <laughs> I, never, I never heard of that. So yeah. I was better than them, so I made the JV. Oh, yeah, yeah, They got some schools we have. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, so I made the JV, uh, but I wasn't playing on the JV. So, you know, just like any, you know, any, any freshman, you know, eventually, you know, soft senior. And then, you know, when I talked to the coach, you know, about, you know, have, you, know you have that uh, end of the year meeting. And then, you know, like, yeah. And then, you know, when I got the, yeah, you're not going to make this thing, you know? <laughs> you know, but it's like, because I went to the school where at that time, they were, the, it, they were the Sierra Canyon type of oh, school. Yeah. You know, so obviously, yeah, I wasn't going to. But when they leave, you know, I could be <laughs> freshman, you know? And then it was like, so I got so disappointed that I never wanted to feel how I felt anymore. So from there, I remember I spent, like, I had a summer job. I was working at um, CityWalk. I was working at CityWalk as a rock climber instructor, right? <laughs> but I only- I don't even know how many kids fell off that wall. No, no, no. I only worked for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I only worked for two weeks to get enough money so I can buy every single DVD 
on, it was NBA Jam Session, NBA mm -hmm. Ankle Break. I bought all those and I just said it was like Kenny Anderson, uh, Tim Hardaway, um, you know, I, I couldn't dunk like Robert Pack, but you know, you had the Robert, so you had yeah. all these guys, you know, that year and I'm just studying, just watching them and I did not want to go to sleep. Cause I'm like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing JV. You know, I'm me, I'm on JV, but this is JV mine. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be playing JV next year. Like, I'm gonna be starting. Like, I don't care. Like, I know he started this year, so I'm sitting here like every day training, training, training to be on JV. But you know, it wasn't. It, this was no varsity. That was, that was my senior year. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Cause that's what I'm thinking. My senior year, I played. So, I, I got so determined to prove him wrong. To prove him wrong that I turned into something that I didn't see and another coach had to see. Like, yo, hey, hold on. You're going where? JV. Well, you know, if you try out for my team, I'm, we have varsity tryouts. And then the kid, the, it was so funny, the kid came from, was from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And we was uh, trying out for that uh, starting position point guard. And it was no, like, if you would have fast, if we would have played four months before, I was never in his league, but because I zoned out waking up, playing at the park 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day, and I got so obsessed with proving this man wrong. And then my first season, they held the ball against me. Like, you know, you know, you write it on the calendar, yeah, I just had like 28 against this team, had 27, I'm coming to you, uh -huh. and it had 11. For real? But it was 11 because he held the ball the whole game. Just oh, they didn't the have ball. a shot clock? No, they didn't have a shot clock. Put oh, the damn. four corners in. That pissed me off so bad <laughs> that I trained so when I see him again next year, you know, and this obsession with proving him wrong, you know, and then eventually, like, I remember I'm going to Venice Beach. Like, it was just the obsession became because everyone said I couldn't do it. You know, I remember I'm playing against this dude. Uh, I, I wasn't even playing. I met, I met um, Venice Beach. You know, like around two o'clock, all the studs get there. Mm -hmm. So you know, you know, when you're freshman, sophomore, back then, freshman, sophomore, you wasn't really, you know, because <laughs> these was the older guys, yeah. so these college pro, people who could have made it pro, but they were knuckleheads. So you got dudes like literally coming in, like Vince Carter jumping. So there was a kid, there was a guy named Sidney. He he was on a couple of Nike commercials, flying mm -hmm. like he was just, he was like the Michael Jordan of Venice Beach. And I remember like I, I finally got on the court with him. This is like my junior year. Like, I'm, you know, I'm nice. What you talking about? What you don't come in here? And, you know, he picked me apart, came, dunked, uh, pump faking through it. Like, damn. And then um, I was like, man, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm going to Arizona next year. The laughter, the laughter that this man gave me, the, the laughter was so, like, it was like, like, it took my soul out. He laughed like, Ludo said, did not recruit you, bro. So what are you trying to and, and and he laughed. It was like like a little kid, like he's laughed, like, yo, like, get out of here. The boy just lying, like, like, and I'm like, like, no, I, like I'm in my mind, I had a second guess, like, no, I did sign the letter. So I'm going to Aries Ludo, yeah. And he just made me feel so bad. I walked off the court. I've never been to Venice Beach back since. Went. In the gym, I told my coach, I don't think I'm ready for Arizona. This man just laughed at me. Said, I'm not, and I just went in and just, that's when like 
three a days, four days in my in, in my junior senior year, and I just thought about like it, I could, it was just the laughter that he said. So when I got to Arizona, you already have like, oh man, am I ready? And then once I got that first taste, like, oh, you're horrible. <laughs> oh man, you know. But I put so much preparation in because of the fear. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like, you know, once you open your eyes and you get to that moment and you realize, oh, you know, and, and that's uh-huh. that's what drove that's what drove me. It was the, it was the it was the fear, you know, it was the fear of someone saying, you're not going to do it. You, you can't. You, no one's made it from, you know, the valley. You, you're not going to make it. Obviously, you ain't seven foot. You ain't this and this. And, and it was like, all right, they mean to me. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, it was just one of those things that I remember when I went to Jordan camp. The only reason I went to Jordan camp and I got invited to Jordan camp was because that's where all the high level kids were. And someone said, you're not that, you're not as good as those guys. And I was like, well, well get me in the Jordan camp. So we, cause they was like, they play after. They was like, they, they play, they play after the camp. Mm-hmm. So I only went to Jordan camp just to test to see where I was. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know, that's where, you know, all the high, like, like, you know, the value, the Valley, mm-hmm. you know, the but this is where all like nationally ranked great kids were going college kids, so I'm like, okay, let me go in there and, you know, watching, and then when Jordan put me on his team and there's only five of us, okay, let me, let me just, let me, let me throw the first blow, and I'm out there just shooting, 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 then I became, you know, like, oh, he's nice as hell, <laughs> you know, and it's just one of those, it was just one of those things, like, I trained for Jordan camp, <laughs> workouts, that was the funny, part. I was training just for that pickup game. Dang. I was so af- like I was so afraid of being embarrassed mm-hmm. that I trained for pickup game to be a ca- I trained for a cat. This is a- people are gonna laugh. I trained for cap counselor games. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that and that's uh-huh. and, you know that's what 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 drove me. It you know it was it was fear and doubt. You know, and I you know for the most part that's what usually fuels a you know a lot of our talents. Um, you know, if you, you know, listen to some of Kobe's stuff back then, you know, he, anytime you said something negative, he wrote it and that fueled him. Usually, you know, doubt and fear pushes you to another level. Um, I remember when, um, Beal, um, missed the, uh, All-Star this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, that feeling you feel right now, let that carry you from now to the rest of your career. Because what ends up happening is you never want to feel like that again. That feeling you feel right now, like they fucked you over, you, you're disappointed. You don't want to feel that no more. So that means you have to tap into something different to get a different result. Mm-hmm. What did he start doing he after that? Size 50, <laughs> 50, 48, 50, 50. There you go. That, that, now you take that and you bring it into the rest of your you got a whole nother beast. Like that felt, that felt like J- James Harden. You remember when he dated, was it Kardashian? Mm-hmm. Had that real bad year. Mm-hmm. What is he tapped into since? Yeah. He's tapped into a whole nother. So, you know what I mean? Don't, don't be afraid of failing. You know, you know, because when you fail, that, that's going to turn you into something that you didn't even know you were capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when you, you say you got hit, started bleeding, you blacked out and, 
Yeah. <laughs> Went into a whole nother, you know, a whole other demon. That was my first time scoring 40 since oh. sixth grade. You scored yeah. 40 in sixth mm. grade? I had 42. What? It was like this little, I don't even count it. It was like a little. It counts. Yeah, it was a little ARC game. Hey, shit, it ain't. It was the same age, right? It counts. Right. And I guarantee you all those players remembered it. They ain't 42 in the sixth. But yeah, I ain't scored 40 since that. So, yeah. Okay. I was trying to go for 52, but I missed a last layup. And I missed two free throws. Mm. All right, so there it is. There's your why. There's your answer. You're leaving here with a backpack full of information. Yeah, a whole lot. A lot to a take on to, to Brentwood Academy. So, Gil, let's wrap this thing up. Time okay. for, you gotta remember. Gotta remember. There's some, there's some takeaways here for you, guys. So first of all, we said, watch your weakness. It's the importance of studying game film and looking not just at what was nice, but what you can improve on. And actually, that'll just make for a better game film. Mm -hmm. Um, we also said the importance of camaraderie in the in the locker room. You know, if we talk about leadership, is to understand that we're all different personalities here, but we have the same goal. We ride together, we die together. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that you know that um, you know, I think that's another goal of yours is to win. So that's enough right there. And then third thing, Gil, we said was to never stop creating. No matter mm -hmm. what a coach tells you, of course, there's the X's and O's, and there's the strategy and the scouting involved. But you stop creating, stop playing. Yeah, yeah. Your, your creativity is is everything. I mean, you know, it's when you're out there, you're a painter, you know. So if someone tell you you can't paint the Sixteen Chapel, if your mind, you know what I mean. If if that's what you think you can do, and someone says no, you can't, then you can't. You know, it's you know, it's it's one of like like if I'm Michael Jordan, I'm laughing, even though I became a six-time champion, I'm laughing from that first episode. Like, well. Even the Bulls, well, we wish he was seven foot. And then someone's like, well, I hope Michael Jordan don't think he's going to come in and change in the guy. You know, it's a big man's game. Yeah. And just to, yeah, we're going to see. You know, just to see. That's what makes me happy. Like, ah, he fucking proved y'all all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he proved y'all wrong. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what makes the ultimate winner is to always find a challenge, you know, and to keep raising the bar. So I think you're on Over that time. pass, guy. Um, Gil, the first edition of the No Chill Show. With the thank, youth. We thank everybody for tuning in. Sky Clark, watch him. Wa watch out for him. Be afraid <laughs> of him. Watch out. <laughs> he gonna hit you with that. With that, you know what I mean? He got that body. He shook me up a couple times. I ain't mean, gonna lie. We don't, hey, yo, yeah, I hope there's no film of that. I nah, hope there's no film of that. We need to dig up that game. I'm sure yo. Kenny has it. I got, what's the nah, point is? Marsville's got that. that. I got mad. You know how like, <laughs> you know how in your mind you think you still got the moves? So I thought I still had shit, and I just realized doing some old man shit. But <laughs> I was just, I was over here doing grab legs and all kinds of shit. Cheating, yeah. trying to compete. That was funny. I was, yeah, I got bopped. Yeah, I was getting bopped. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's when I knew, I was like, man, this, man we, I just put you on my team like four years ago, bro, out there. Shooting the threes, had a little four threes, and now you're out here four years later just shaking the shit out of me. <laughs> That's a question I should have. You should ask him about that, how it feel to get. <laughs>
That was the funniest. Every year, I always talk shit. Yeah, I've I been working out this year. I'm Every single year. And then I watch him like, yeah, I don't even ready to put my ice packs back on, <laughs> get my ass back in that car. I ain't ready for this shit no more. <laughs> like, but so funny tricky. is that was the thing. Like, people like, get back in the NBA. No, no, no. You don't see what them boys just doing. I, I'm getting killed by the high school right now. <laughs> I'm getting killed by the high school. <laughs> All right, there it is. The No Chill Show, first edition Fubo. You unleashed a monster here. We got Thank you, Scott. plenty Thank of you. game to come. Sir. Stay yeah. tuned every Monday, 8 o'clock. Agent Zero, Sky Clark, Mike Botticello. Everybody be good. Yes, sir. Get to wear my sandals. <laughs> my house. Yes, sir. <laughs>